This is First, Last, Best, Worst. The only podcast recorded on a Tascam 4-track cassette tape. We explore the craft of songwriting with our guests as they perform the first, last, best, and worst songs they've ever written. I'm your host, Carl Banks. I'm Taylor Rogers. And I'm Paul Blackwell. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. For uh, joining us for another episode of First, Last, Best, Worst. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers. I am also host, Carl Banks. Yeah, um, cool. Thanks uh, Thanks for joining us. We've got a guest in the studio, but uh, first of all, Carl, how are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. I am doing absolutely great. How about you, man? You doing good? I'm doing, yeah, I'm, I'm regular. <laughs> Just regular? Yeah. Yeah, man, I got this thing I want to tell you about. Um, so, like, my room, my old roommate moved out, right? And so uh, he... he left a bass guitar in my in my apartment and he came over to pick it up and so uh i let him borrow my my case so he could take the bass guitar home so i've just been walking around to all my gigs and stuff just with my guitar uh just in hand and it kind of stems from you played at irv's in in brooklyn a couple weeks ago and the guy that played after you uh walked in with just a guitar and not without a case and i was like whoa that's like that's like hippie level 10 you know what i mean so i've been doing that like how do i get there (laughs) exactly i mean i still wear shoes and shit because there is urine everywhere in new york but uh the no guitar case never nevertheless so i'm walking around and i and i I quite enjoy it because i kind of just get to like i'm not like a i don't practice scales traditionally or whatever or generally but now i can can do it on the train it kind of gives me something to do as opposed to reading a book or whatever so the other day it was uh, i was at queensborough plaza this was thursday night and uh, it's midnight right it's midnight there's like i'm hanging out with just a bunch of drunks standing on the platform waiting to transfer onto this train and this guy this like bald dude with fucking big headphones on and a bicycle he he like takes his headphones off and he's and he says something to me and i'm like oh what's up man he's like I need my train to be 100% quiet. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, if you're going to get on the train, you need to get on the next train because I insist that my train is 100% quiet. And I was waiting for him to laugh because I was like, I thought he was making a joke, you know? And then, he, and, then I, and then I realized he's serious. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, all right, man, yeah, of course, I'll wait for the next train. In my head thinking I'm not fucking waiting for the next train. But uh, whatever, you know. And then, and then he continues. Yeah, it has to be 100% quiet. I shouldn't even have to tell you. And then he starts, like, kind of, you know, digging in. <laughs> like you can't even get on a different car. No, well, the, apparently not. 100% quiet, all train cars. So... I- I, I just I just wish that I hope that at some point in in my life I have the self confidence to make demands <laughs> of my fellow commuters, right. you know, and just I don't know. Like, did you not get like? Did you not see my rider? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And but the, the fucked up thing is that he had a bicycle. All like you're not supposed to bring your bike on the train. No, that's you're like, allowed to. You're allowed to, but that's train etiquette 101 says don't bring your bike onto the train. It's if not it's a, crowded. How crowded was it? It wasn't. It was midnight. But my point well, is then that he was if he's fine <laughs> on that point, he wasn't fine. Taylor, I need you on my side. I'm on, on your this side one. <laughs> in general, but on this specific point, okay. you know, like also what, when I'm playing, I'm like doing scales, but I'm like palm muting, so it's not even as loud as the air conditioning on. But that doesn't fucking I matter. Mean, you also kind of sound obnoxious in this story, like like a guy on the train, like palm muting <laughs> scales. So it's like. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of sympathy for any of the characters uh, in this little tale. You say you're on my side, but I'm finding that this is bullshit, and you're just fucking. You're making me out you know to be the bad good, guy here. You know, good friends will tell their friends when they're wrong. <laughs> you know, if I'm not some yay sayer, 
You know, I'm not some, I'm, you know, I'm not some yes man. All right. All which right, is right. another way of saying yay sayer, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, let me take this opportunity to tell you that you're wrong and it's fucking fantastic. You should try it. Carry a guitar around. It's great. You just... Anyway, right, anyways, this is probably gonna be the last podcast, but me and Carl aren't gonna have a blowout until after we get done with this because this is not a podcast about how Carl is wrong. No, this is a songwriting podcast. It's and about we, songwriting, and we actually have a guest. Who is our guest? Our guest is Emily Frimgen. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> he had to no, read it up. Like, I know it in my. I know it. I know it in my head, but. <laughs> It is so hard to not think Fremberg. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I know I this is an issue. Th- I've had you... Fremberger before, too. Or oh, really? The, I got, my mom got mail once that said Fremberger. They yeah. added it's a like whole really syllable elaborate. on there. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's crazy. And you brought your friend, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean, Sean, Sean Wiggins. Yeah, what I wanted to know was, oh, shoot, the bike probably had like five bells on it. Yeah, <laughs> bells and, and whistles. Did you not then have a right to say, I expect the same of you? And then, <laughs> yeah. call, you know. What I, well, I initially, I started to argue with them. I was like, dude, you have headphones on. And, and then I was like, oh, I'm arguing with a crazy yeah. person. But now, having told this to Taylor, I realize that there's a bunch of you out there that yeah. think that some hippie dude playing guitar on the on the on the subway train where you can't even it's hear just, it is wrong just looks annoying that would <laughs> yeah. have been a really adorable way uh for to fall in love if you guys fell in love oh that is true that would be that a would great be a rom-com good story so yeah. he came up to like, <laughs> exactly i know we're gonna meet that's probably true like you know yeah. like in a week we're gonna bump into each other at were the you bagel attracted shop to him i mean i'm straight but uh, no, not really, because I was kind of turned <laughs> off by him in general. But I mean, maybe you well, know, I'm more a, attracted to personality anyway. There. So I there think, is chance. Yeah, yeah. Chance. yeah. Uh, it was good. He bikes a lot, so okay. <laughs> it's, it's a start. Yeah. It's an. That's how it always begins. Like, <laughs> the butt's okay. The butt was okay. No, it was. I didn't actually look at the butt. No, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. Anyway, this is not a <laughs> podcast about that stupid fucking story. Uh, so this is first, last, best, worst. And what we're going to ask you to do is play play the first song okay. that you wrote. Here we go. <laughs>
That was fantastic. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> I, ending on the G sharp, that was good. Is that what that is? <laughs> or, I'm not, actually, it's G flat, F sharp, oh. I'm sorry. But <laughs> no, but that was going to be my question. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, can you date the song? When, where, where are you at in your life? And... Yes. So it's not exactly my first song, but it's the first song that um, I can still play and like um, that was cohesive, mm-hmm. I guess, that was like actually like, oh, this is good. Like that feeling when you write a song and it's like, oh, is this already a song? Yeah. Like you yeah tap into something in a good way yeah 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 because <laughs> there's the bad way of feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah. that way as well <laughs> that's true yeah i mean yeah it's all the same but uh uh so i guess it was probably 10 years ago 10 11 years ago cool and yeah. uh uh where were you living at the time denver, cool. denver. you're from denver, denver. colorado <laughs> um yeah. are there other denvers no, I don't. Maybe. <laughs> I probably. I bet there it's is. Paris, Texas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Wait, are there other Parises? Paris, 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 Tennessee. Texas? And I yeah. only know that because of a, a song called uh, The Jet Set. Oh. I sang it at my sister's wedding a couple weeks ago, but it's an oh, old cool. country song. And John it's like, Bryan. Yeah, John Bryan did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, George Jones and uh, uh, Tammy Wynette or somebody did. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it was not, Tammy Wynette. Tammy Wynette. Are there other Parises other than Texas and Tennessee? It was the Paris of the 20s. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. That, that okay. I mean, there's the Paris that's forever in my heart. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, so. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, I, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> but uh, t- tell us a little bit about the song. Uh, mm. So you're living in Denver. Is it mm-hmm. autobiographical? Or is it just something that you were, or is it a fictional thing you're kind of working on? Yeah, you know, everything you write is kind of about bunch of different things at the same time mm-hmm. it's maybe a little bit about my dad okay um but uh yeah i guess it's hard to say like yeah. what a song that's why i'm a really bad candidate for this podcast <laughs> well the, i don't the truth is that we try know. not to i kind of broke my first rule i don't want to ask you exactly what it means because right. of course a song yeah, yeah. should stand right, yeah. on its own to be whatever it is yeah sure. but it is sort you of the nature of what we're doing to, to ask absolutely and uh and I the first tell one you. Yeah. <laughs> and the first one is yeah. like you know, we're trying to get into like what what makes you in, what mm-hmm. made you want to write songs, yeah, and what made you, yeah, think this one was uh-huh. the first one or yeah. the most cohesive one. I remember. I mean, I was kind of just like starting to get serious about playing music, and I hadn't yet played my first show, but I was just like really um, wanting to and meeting more music people, and I think I just wanted to write like a really good song. Mm-hmm. Emily, did you um, have a band at the time? Was no, there? no. Um, but I played this with, I lived with um, this guy, Ian Cook, at the time, uh, who plays cello, and he's, like, pretty successful, and he would play cello on it. Oh, cool. Um, so we had a cool little thing going with that. There's a lot of, like, empty spaces in it. Right, where you can, to fill it out. Um, yeah. Did I kind of answer your question? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And uh, Ian Cook, is he in New York? I know he is name. not. He's Denver, um, oh, okay. but he is. I might be thinking of a different Yeah, person. he's coming out to play my show at Knitting Factory on the 28th. He's oh, cool. really, really good. Yeah. Oh, he's, excellent. He's amazing. Uh, so, well, let's talk about that. You you host a show, or you, yeah. you do Americana Night at Americana the Knitting Factory? Americana Monday. Americana yeah. Monday? Every Monday. Except some Mondays. Do you play this song when you? No, I haven't played this song for a long time. Maybe I'll start. How do you feel rehashing it now? It's fun to play. I like it. it? I like the. um, Yeah, it's a fun one to sing. It was cool to play with Sean. We never have before. So 
This is your yeah. first time he, playing the song? He's amazing. Yeah, just picked it up. Like yeah. Nothing. yeah, I'm not sure I did really the job about filling out the space. Actually. <laughs> oh, it's great. You got that F sharp yeah. down, though, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I've been told we're good at finishing songs together. Like, we know when to stop the song. But I say that now, then we're not going to be able to. <laughs> so, uh, uh, when did you start playing guitar and writing songs? Um, I, I probably, I was here i was living here i was probably 15 yeah 16 and um take us through that you were okay were you originally from denver or let me take you on a journey yeah let's go a magical journey through paris no wait (laughs) where's what is paris again i don't know i was trying to do a call back in paris yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my question is is only a metaphor you (laughs) you moved to new york with your mom is Mm -hmm. what you're telling us uh where'd you move from from denver is that from denver okay yep um and i was an i was an actor as a kid that's what i wanted to do you're our second child actor oh geez turn musician i mean it wasn't very good (laughs) oh no were you in anything um, we might have seen no i got an agent but never like went that far i did um i did some like regional theater and got paid and stuff like i did um, we lived in baltimore for a year and i performed at the center stage which is like their big that's cool so you were like a like a a picky snobby child actor you're like i don't do commercials i only do theater i did a lot of acting classes and stuff and i was gonna do it and then we moved here and i was auditioning a lot and i was just kind of I was homeschooled. I decided I wanted to. I can't wait for you to open that beer. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been waiting for like a good like. Just point. do it. Let's hear it. <laughs> do it. All right. Oh, there it is. Oh, you ruined Natural everything, eyes. asshole. <laughs> um, but uh, I, w- you are I, mean. Yeah, I mean. Um, so I wanted to be homeschooled because I hated school and I wanted to act. So I was kind of like doing um correspondence courses when we moved here, and I just like didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I was taking an acting class with adults, which was cool. What age are you but at I this was point? Weird. Or, like teens? 16, or? yeah. Oh, okay. And then like 9-11 happened and I I, th- I think it just made me weirder and more yeah. reclusive. And um, I started listening to Lou Reed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, I decided I want, that's what I wanted to do. I've always been really like... Um, purposeful about what i want to do mm-hmm. like okay this is what i'm doing now so you kind of just I, had a switch from from acting to music yeah was there music involved in your acting did you mu- yeah do musicals i love musical and theater i love sondheim and i still love all that so yeah, much me too. um i, love it. I get Personal chills one. when i'm at uh, any musical at all it, i went to the fish musical it was no. like what's the like the, the band fish the guy, yeah what's his face trey anastasio yeah he i think maybe it was just him but it's about it's called Hands on a Hard Body, and it's about the people. It's based on the documentary about the people who put their hands on the truck, and like the last one there wins the truck. Oh, okay. I and I even for something like that, I get like a goosebumps. <laughs> I have like, no idea. I've never heard of this. It was this in New York? It wasn't very good. Yeah, I was here. <laughs> I just had free tickets. Or, you know. Well, you gotta go so, then. <laughs> um, but uh, was yeah, I I loved musicals and all that stuff. And uh, what were some of your other uh, like early influences? as far as music so yeah Lou Reed was a major one and then I I really liked Uncut Magazine I don't know I don't know, I don't know who that like, is it's a great I know who it's Lou Reed a, is but well, it's a it's a mag, magazine just a magazine okay I Brit- thought it was a band uh, yeah that would be 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a British magazine, there would be like a compilation with every. So I got into gotcha. a lot of people through that because they were really into um, Americana stuff. Okay. So like uh, Lamb Chop, Giant Sand, Ryan Adams, mm-hmm. Williams, all those people. Like and really you would get a CD with the with the magazine. Yeah, that was know, really my education. Oh, that's cool. Like and reading the they used to have really good writers. I I don't really think it's as good anymore. But maybe I just am old now. Yeah, but but um, yeah. have yeah. read some better Not stuff. As open to yeah. When you're things, when you're but, younger and mm-hmm. like there's just something written in a magazine in your hands, you're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this person must be a great. I mean, writer. Do you think kids or, still like magazines? Like no. Yeah. yeah. No. No. But no. I think maybe they, they could come they back. They were so exciting. They were. Yeah. And there was like a magazine for everything too, which was yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah. It was so fun to go to Barnes and Noble and look at the magazines. Yeah. I still get them when I go on a plane. I still yeah. go into Hudson News or whatever mm. and get them. Like a $14 wired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men's health. Yeah. It's like clearly I'm fucking not supposed to child of health. Phones have ruined me for magazines. I get... Like bored with them. Oh really? Like yeah, it's not as exciting. I, I get see, and so you know what? I read Time Out. Time Out magazine every week. I I, oh, yeah. I have a routine that that's I do. A good, yeah. That's a good discipline. Yeah. I, mean, well, I want to know what's going on around town. You know. Well, oh, oh yeah, you don't have a smartphone. So, I don't have a yeah, smartphone. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I thought you were being like kind of like, oh, I'm taking back right. my my, my space. You just, just don't have a smartphone. Like, you have to read <laughs> off yeah. of a yeah. paper. Yeah, and it's great though. And they have this like uh, my favorite thing on in timeout is they have like these people go on a date. And you know what I'm talking about? It's called the undateables. And then they mm-hmm. have people review the date, the, oh. like a guy and a girl or a guy oh, and a guy, that. girl and a yeah. girl. And um, it's sounds, fucking awesome. Sounds good. It's, yeah. it's the best because yeah. sometimes it's the best whenever somebody gives like, gives it like five hearts and the other person gives it like yeah. a negative one. Oh, that's good. And uh, that's anyway, I don't know why the fuck I'm magazine. telling you about what I'd like yeah. to read. Sean, do you like magazines? <laughs> do you like I, yeah, I we don't also, have Sean's opinion on magazines yet. <laughs> Look, I bought Uncut Magazine once because I thought it was about circumcision. Yeah, you didn't even... There was like a picture of Jimi Hendrix and stuff and you didn't even... Yeah. I just wanted to see how the other half lived. Yeah. <laughs> so so wait, uh, are you cut or... No, I'm <laughs> No, answer it. <laughs> yeah. I think he just answered that. Okay, oh. that's true. Um, it's out there now. <laughs> or is it tucked in? I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Anyway, this is not a podcast about circumcision. <laughs> we talk about songwriting here. Um, so you, uh, this song, tell me about mm-hmm. more about this song. This is written oh, wha- geez, when you just... are, so you leave New York and you go back to Denver? Uh, yeah, I was back in, yeah, I was back, uh, I moved back, I was 20. Mm-hmm. And my mom kind of uh, just moved, like moved into one bedroom apartment and that was kind of, like, okay, time for you to go. So that's a pretty um, blatant sign. Yeah. <laughs> I was staying on the couch for a while, but, um, and then, uh, yeah. And that's when I really kind of like a late bloomer. I feel like I met all these cool people at a movie theater I worked at and I met Ian and like some people playing like house shows and Were that's you always when I like music? got socialized, like, you know into the music scene were you playing yeah, instruments all. the whole time <laughs> or at all um yeah i mean just guitar guitar I mean, i've never been that like crazy about getting really good at instrument i just i like the songs i like the words and um so yeah i'm there i was yeah that's cool i don't know i was yeah i was there for a couple years and i was i put out some stuff before this song 
like a, um, like an EP or something? Yeah, a couple like really bad. Like my guitar was always totally out of tune <laughs> and I, I really didn't care. Yeah. Like if somebody had told me I'd get mad at them. <laughs> and, Some moldy uh, peaches type shit. Yeah, I think like, I thought, yeah, I thought like, oh, I don't have to, yeah. Tune? <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. like I'm so lo-fi. Yeah. But um, We've had some guests like know. that. Oh, <laughs> talking shit past Ooh. first last best yeah, you haven't heard the rest Spilling of them yet. <laughs> cool so uh that was uh that brings us up to uh today what are you uh what are you working on these days well um i have some new songs so i guess uh, there's a new album kind of swirling around but i want to give it time because i always kind of rush things and put out like six song eps so i want to wait till i have like a bunch of good songs um so yeah just writing playing with people like sean and trying to do the thing playing <laughs> yeah. a lot of shows and so this is the what's the can you set this song up for us the, oh yeah the that's song. what i was supposed to have been doing Right. There is no supposed to. Okay. This is yeah. an yeah, avant-garde. You know, clearly. I, yeah, I do. I say like playing shows really helps with songwriting. Okay. Like, you th- that has made my song so much better because you, when you're playing in front of people, you realize what works. It's a lot yeah, like comedy. Exa- it's exactly you know? the same. Yeah. So here's my newest thing. It's kind of unfinished. Kind of finished. You be the judge. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. You know you don't have to try to please me Illogical brains And I got stored 
Thanks a lot. That was great. Thank you. It's great playing with Sean because if I mess up, I can just like stop playing for a minute. He's and got. Then find my way. He's got the rhythm. Nobody can tell. <laughs> no, that, was, that was cool. I like the uh, the whole like double double finger picking thing. Mm, like I think that does you know really fill up the space well in like a cool, yeah. um, in a cool way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I mean I definitely see like kind of the. Um, influence of all that kind of uh that new wave of americana from like the you know the 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 90s and early early 2000s Good. and that Glad. kind of stuff yeah, yeah. it's Glad really it cool it's, yeah it's very like you know very limp lyrically simple and and tight um Thank you. yeah i'm liking I, all these concise. compliments they're great yeah um how did you i mean speaking of uh <clears throat> you know figuring stuff out as you play it. How did you feel about that? Did you learn anything new from that um, performance? Yes, I'm sure I did, but I'm not sure yet what it is right now. Oh, you got to take it in. Uh, yeah. And then, and then next podcast. You do, yeah, yeah. You, you'll yeah, be able, yeah. Just, yeah. able to talk about it. Yeah. Well, On the next Himalayan salt lamp. I'll be like, <laughs> Shout it. out. I'll start talking. Um, I have a question about process. Because yeah. um, you were talking about uh, how shows make you tighten up your songs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, what is your process? Do you, is it, uh, do you have a regimen or something like that? Or is it more just you kind of let things come um, mm -hmm. willy-nilly or naturally? Or I think I, yeah, well, I think usually, usually it's I decide I need to write a song or it's like I, it's about time I write a song or like um, I'm inspired by different stuff um, or sometimes I'll have a song idea. It's okay. pretty all over the place. Can we specifically talk yeah. about the, this new one that you were yeah. just playing? Um, just to, to narrow it down, what is, how does, how is this one come about? Is this something you work on over time or is it something that kind of comes inspiration hits and then you start to write? I think I actually, for this one, I had the, um, finger picking stuff that mm -hmm. I wanted to do. So I just, uh, wrote something to it, which is a pr rare for me. I don't usually care about the instrumental part so you much go lyrics but i was like i really want to do something kind of more complicated than what i usually do mm -hmm. um were you like humming melodies over top of it and yeah i think you... i just wrote the lyrics yeah the lyrics come pretty easy yeah like i just want them to be like something i would listen to i've been listening mm. to uh fred eaglesmith a lot and i really i'm really inspired by his because he kind of does what already i do mm-hmm which is like simple and sometimes it's dumb. It doesn't even matter. Like it's like that 
yeah. line just kind of works in the song, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But right. like, I really like that. Cool. So, uh, who else are you listening to these days? Like, who's who's stoking those fires um, in your heart? I really like the new uh, David Rawlings album. It's so good. Yeah. That airplane song I've listened to over and over. Um, We're lucky to be a part of a bunch of local people that are really inspiring, too. I always have songs in my head of my friends, which is... Well, if you're hosting a show um, on Mondays and you're responsible for booking people, you have to Mm -hmm. listen to their music and you have to be around them when they play it. So it's like, that's great, you know? Yeah. And it's one of the reasons, I'm speaking for myself, like why you, uh, I come to New York or something like that. Like they're saying those had a good music scene, but it's like, uh, you're just not surrounded by it the sheer numbers that you are here and so it's really cool to be part of it and have friends doing amazing things you know yeah there's so many i can't booking a weekly show i kind of get overwhelmed by that i kind of have to be like all right i'm going to keep this little group in rotation right now because it's just like and yeah i I book people i want to hang out with (laughs) and then if i like their music that's it that's a that's a bonus yeah i mean they (laughs) You know, I don't hang out with anybody who sucks. <laughs> well, fucking glad to be in the room with you. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> speaking of not sucking, what would you uh, consider your best song that you've ever written? This is that, the sick so funny way that you. King. It's so funny that you asked that. I was gonna play that for you. Oh really? What a yeah. what a what coincidence! A co- oh Sean, you know, do you want to play this song with me? You know what? It actually happens to be one of the words in the name of this podcast, so it's crazy how that all worked out. <laughs> yeah. so. What? Uh, what's the? Could you set this song up for us before, uh, you, okay. before you start? Yeah, the this song is called Butterfly. This was a hard one. It was hard to pick, but I think this one stands up. And um, it was on my last EP called My Cat from Hell. Um, I, I don't. I just I don't always know. wanted to have a band name called My Cat from Hell, oh. which didn't happen. So I did just the named album. your album that. Um, so and I also cat sit, so people think I'm like obsessed with cats. Um, but I like them. <laughs> well, the, the way we got in touch with tangent. you is our is our friend Caitlin Cook, who was right. a past guest. Yeah. Her first song was "I Have Two Cats," and it was just oh, I mean, it was just that adorable. over and over. Yeah, you got to check out that I episode. episode twenty. Check it out, Caitlin. <laughs> That's Cook. the thing. I was thinking about doing like a thing I did when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. But I just couldn't remember. Yeah, and, and then translating find, it to guitar. Yeah. If you didn't play guitar, then of course she got she's. Of course, she got that one. <laughs> she right. played it on the yeah. Casio, too. I'm sure it's very go back. cute. Listeners, go back and check that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay, should I go right in? Yeah, it? let's see. Yeah, right. Let's do it.
That was fantastic. Yeah, that was Thank beautiful. You. Another beautiful song. Thank I can see you. why you picked that as, as the best. Um, and actually, I, I just realized it wasn't on my cap from hell. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's. Well, I feel at, like you it's lied right to after us. that. Yeah, I haven't put it on anything yet. It's oh. on SoundCloud. Okay. I don't well. know what I'm talking about ever. Anyway, sorry. Continue complimenting <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, but uh, was what, good, what was but the name of that song? Butterfly. 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 Like the Crazy Town song. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be yeah, in the title. <laughs> <laughs> There's no come, my lady, in there, though. So um, we could we do can a mashup. Yeah, you can yeah. yeah. push it in there, especially on SoundCloud. You, they yeah. got all sorts of mashups going on. Um, on there. I bet they do. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I mean, of, of all the stuff that you've uh, you've played so far, that, that, that one seems to have the most uh, kind of direct. Uh, you can trade direct. Uh, what am I trying to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, too, I'm too bush ice is yeah. deep. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Natural ice. <laughs> Natural ice. Oh shit! And you're welcome. Uh, we'll cut this part out later. Smash. <laughs> Depending on how, yeah, how. Don't you work in the beer industry too? Like how? How do you? How are you lightweight? Uh, the, uh, what, the thought that I was gonna. So drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but that that one was. Um, the most clearly like uh, you can see like the uh the kind of old time mm. actual you know the yeah, appalachian yeah. Thank you. sort of uh uh influence right there thank you yeah uh, that, oh sorry no sorry yeah uh Do you have something you'd like yeah. to say about i was just gonna say yeah i've i've definitely like in the past like year um uh taken a more style stylized direction like i have more it's more like um clear what i'm doing uh, like, that was like a really bad way to say like that. you're no, thinking that, more about the the overall aesthetic it, as opposed to just like the individual like you yeah i mean i always kind of had in my head that's what i do but i've been able to deliver it better like you can in. see yeah you can like hear my influences now more i guess yeah, yeah. i think i think that Especially. as you get better at songwriting it, it, all artistic pursuits like uh, once you get better at the individual, you know, uh, tasks and processes mm-hmm. and, and parts of doing it, mm-hmm. you're able to focus on sort of the higher level right. things yeah. about like overall, um, you know, aesthetic, you know, tone, feeling, yeah. things like that. And playing in front of people more. That's another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because before I'd just be like, I'm so terrified right now. I just want to get through this. But now I can actually like think about like, oh, how is this coming across or like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so it goes affects how I write. You were mentioning earlier that you um, went through a little period where you were sort of um, turned off about playing in front of people. Oh in, yeah, when in, I specifically moved, in New York. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? What what yeah. was why was that and what maybe changed? Yeah. So when I left Denver, I had had kind of like a big year. Like I got like a write up in the paper and like 
a big is that what i read before yeah yeah they i didn't it came, kind of came out nowhere like in a uh the an album that was well received it was super lo-fi but um and then like this big like farewell show and i got here and i was all like pumped up to like really do it and i just didn't really know anybody or and mm-hmm. i booked some i booked some like manhattan shows it's like so depressing and like just the venue's some attitude back room and, in uh in some shitty bar in the upper east side or something yeah like that. where they're like ask people who they're here for and like they oh. don't even give you a drink and um and i booked a, at this cafe in williamsburg that i always really liked and they forgot i was playing so some guy was like doing construction on the trash can or something <laughs> i don't even know what he was doing he's like drilling into the trash can <laughs> making air holes in- yeah and, and <laughs> it couldn't have been like a worse show there were like i had oh, three people who came with me and the three people like trying to watch me but there wasn't even a microphone or anything either. Oh i didn't know God. what i was doing so i think uh-huh. those were the only shows i did <laughs> that's really that's yeah. gotta be humbling oh that sucks and i was just turned off and i got like a job at a movie theater here and then I became a manager and stuff and I just like totally lost touch with wh- mm-hmm. I think that happens a lot you, yeah I lost touch with like why I moved here and how long how long was that uh, uh, how long yeah. of a period I mean it was probably it was a couple of years because I was yeah it was probably like five years or and then what was the catalyst and, to get um, back in were you always kind of thinking like I want to do it yeah. Be performing more. Um, well, I have this band, The Language of Termites, and mm-hmm. they live in all different places. And I planned a tour. Okay. So we did a tour, and that was cool. We played at Pete's Candy Store before I knew anybody there. <laughs> and then I had like, I don't know what came from. I had like a breakup, and I decided I was gonna like quit my job and just like travel around and not know what I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And that's when like um, my thing, my last uh, album or EP from Fatal. Uh, when I wrote all those songs, which I'm really happy with those songs, I just kind of started finding myself, I think, around then. And then, you know, decided on New York again. Yeah. Which ended up being a really good thing. And now, I mean, the Knitting Factory. Now I'm famous. Yeah, the Knitting Factory. I mean, that's a, that's a proper venue. I mean. Yeah, I don't know quite how that happened, but. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm happy Interest. for you because that's a cool yeah. that's a Thank cool you. spot. Yeah. And Pete's Candy show. Store, we were talking about this before too, is like my favorite spot Love in that. the city. Love those guys. Yeah. It's it's an amazing uh, yeah vibe of that place. Um. So you <clears throat> so you decided to get back into it and and now and that's where we're at now, right? Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> You're on <laughs> podcast now. About to play your worst song. About to play the yeah, worst. Yeah. I mean, that's such a hard. That's a real tall order. Well, you start with your best and and close with your best, and yeah. then put the two. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we're, well, we're, gonna do yeah that. we're horrible at showbiz. Well, on this we're gonna we're gonna give you a, a mm-hmm. wild card song to end. You with. You guys are gonna like the wild yeah, yeah. card. But it's like that Mitch Hedberg joke that's like not like pancakes, <laughs> where he's like showbiz is you got to start strong and end so- strong. Not like pancakes <laughs> where you all excited by but by, by the end you're sick of them. <laughs> and nobody, what does anybody actually really like pancakes? Like, I don't eat them. I haven't, I haven't eaten a pancake in a decade and a half. Yeah, and you're okay. You seem to be okay. Yeah. you look yeah. good by the way, Taylor. Selling like hotcakes, like people <laughs> yeah. aren't like ooh. Yeah, and you, they're yeah. like free with on the side of a breakfast, and you're like have a bite. <laughs> and then there's like twenty of them too, and you're just like, uh, yeah, because no it's so cheap for them to make. After a while, people just thought they were sausage wrappers. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy yeah, Dean. Yeah, where's the sausage? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> that is well, a fucking band name, the Sausage Rappers. Oh, that should be because we've been have been trying to think about like a name for our because we have kind of a duo thing. Uh huh. That's a good. <laughs> the, the well, uh, <laughs> pancakes are the worst, and we're about to hear the worst song. So yeah, I'm trying to. My lyrics are down here. I think I know it. Okay. Um, maybe I should have it though. Okay. In my lap. I can hold them yeah. for him. Oh, you want them in your lap? Maybe. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go in for you. But will it be, will it affect the... Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is called Sometimes It Rains. Sean, you look like you were like. I liked what you're doing. Yeah, I know. It's not. It's not awesome. I just you gave like... him the wrong chords, but I, <laughs> no, I those loved wrong it. Wrong chords were the right chords. They were, they were. I, I, I loved it. Yeah, it was like it had some like uh, like really cool 
like weirdo <clears throat> dissonances, very yeah. dark. I know, and the imagery too. Yeah, like I feel like that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weirdo dissonance was another name that we were kicking. Around. <laughs> oh. The weirdo dissonance. <laughs> well, uh, sad, sad <laughs> little puppy. Yeah, uh, um. <laughs> that's kind of that. That's why I picked it for that. Because yeah, I'm like, why did I? I don't know. Well, what else would I write in that place? But well, tell tell us about what you were thinking about when you wrote it. Um, <clears throat> I was, so I was working on this um, EP when I'm really gone, and I, I just recently listened to it again. Just all the other songs on it, I think, are really strong, and I've forgotten about them, and that's the one. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of wanting to do, it reminded me of, like, Granddaddy, like the chords, um, and then I wanted to put, like, some, like, electronic stuff over mm. it. Um, but I don't know what I was thinking about exactly. <laughs> I think the lyrics are kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, I um so I think that's all I was doing. But just never been the a song that I've like played li- that I feel like playing live. So Yeah. yeah. There's, a whole, there's a whole new paradigm, right? When everything becomes about playing live, like right. even songs that might be interesting album songs if you fleshed them all out, just lose yeah. value if you're not gonna carry a big yeah. room. Right. Them, you, know. you weed out the kind of weaker ones. And even songs yeah. written for an album turn morph into something different you know what mm-hmm. i mean because you they yeah they need it either rhythm or yeah. or bigger melody or something yeah um yeah. what do you think sean well it's an interesting <laughs> you, you can't see this people because this is auditory down. but he did a he did yeah. a hand oh. on, on his head because no, the song little, is so bad there's a little bit of the, the head slap in there <laughs> yeah, I heard he's it. like sure. what a terrible song well i i thought the song needed percussion <laughs> <laughs> just one <laughs> head slap <laughs> at the end <laughs> yeah he was like doing like a weird gorilla thing it was really weird yeah what kind of avant-garde bullshit is this? Yeah. <laughs> he no, I mean, I, I think one of the things, uh, just so I've, I've been playing with Emily maybe for a year now. How did you guys meet, by the way? Just through the group. Okay. Yeah, yeah just the people. Pete's probably is Pete's. the best yeah. answer. Uh, I think we met Max Seller. That's probably true. Uh, but, like, I, I, one of the things that influences uh, a lot of my friends writing is I think when they go off on their own when we all go off on our own we can it doesn't matter at all if the chords make any sense or anything like that but as soon as you start playing with other people mm-hmm. it you kind of bend to more formal structures or structures that everyone would be a little bit more familiar with just mm-hmm. so you can follow each other that yeah, much yeah. better and I, yeah. I think you know when that happens you mentioned that the the butterfly was a little bit more like Appalachian songs and I, I just wonder if that's just of an aspect of like probably Finding some commonality of as we're yeah, yeah, putting it. Number one, we pronounce it Appalachian. <laughs> um, but uh, you are completely right. I mean, so, a, a lot of times uh, uh, songwriting is not just a function of like what you're trying to create, but also just logistical concern, like practical mm-hmm. concerns. And sometimes that has to inform mm-hmm. uh, the way that they're, the, the way that they're structured and the way that they sound. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of great artists have uh, found their signature sound through having to, you know, force, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. Weirdo yeah. dissonance. Found- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah. boundaries are good. Yeah. yeah these naturalizes. Um, they got it. They got a kick. Uh-huh. Carl. Got a kick. He's really <laughs> drunk. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's kind of stressful, too, though. 
writing songs thinking about like what am I gonna use this for but it has made me a better songwriter too mm. and like knowing we're gonna play it like right it does, you like have to bring it to him to at some point and, and like, then you gotta yeah. perform in front of a crowd it's yeah. I'm sort of thinking about like how songs could have like you're saying uh when you go out on your own you write this thing and then bring it to somebody else it has to have some sort of structure and then it they kind of morph into something beyond that too because once you know it so well then it can um turn into something where you both can can i'm thinking of the yeah. i've been it, obsessing you know, over it, the grateful it anticipates recently, so. like kind of what the song is going to be mm-hmm. well there's another thing once it becomes like something you've performed together right and then it's not just what are the parts or how do they sound or do oh. or you know but uh each performance of it uh and i yeah. i wouldn't ver- uh, go to say that that we're get in get into those heights here today but right but you know there, there's those performances too where you're really responding to the room and like you're playing it different than you mm-hmm. play it those other 40 times but mm-hmm. sometimes we have better audiences that we're, we're better <laughs> right it's really your fault yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i blame the natty ice too. i did realize too as we were talking like that last song i wrote it in that time when i wasn't playing out i was kind of just like planning right done this tour i was in like a weird place where uh-huh. i wasn't really that confident right um with my so yeah i think confidence makes if you're like willing to make some bold choices with your yeah, song, yeah right? like i'm gonna just go ahead and copy something or like yeah sound yeah. how i want to sound not you worried right, about not, it not try to be cool specific direction uh, yeah be cool i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> no, that was a, no I, it's great well i I gotta say thank you guys for coming and thank Emily, you. thanks for sharing your songs with us yeah, today. It's, this has been so wonderful. It's really great. Uh, where can people find your music online? Well, SoundCloud's the best place. Um, so, and then go to albums because I have like my last thing, my Cat from Hell, and from Fatal before that. Um, I have a few cool videos on YouTube, so go to my music video playlist on there, and then Facebook if you wanna book me or get in contact or anything and then like we're talking uh performance you're you're performing all the time and mm-hmm. clearly we talked about uh the knitting factory do you play there uh, when you host the mm-hmm. show yeah some when i first started doing it i would kind of like sacrifice that like i'd play like one song or something now mm-hmm. i'm like why else would i i'm doing i have to like get something from it yeah so i make sure i play a full set and it's the best slot <laughs> like a third one <laughs> third one um yeah, and it's been it's been a great thing, just cool. doing it when, especially when I don't want to. Oh yeah, you kind of yeah. forced to yeah. because it's a it's weekly. It's great. Everybody should play as much as possible. I totally agree with that. In front that's, of people. That's what frustrates me about New York is everything's based on draw, and so yeah, you can't be playing right. all the time yeah. if it's based on draw because oh, you can't yeah, you exhaust that. your crowd, and then yeah. it's very frustrating. But I want to play yeah. every night of the week, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks again for sharing your songs with us, uh, Emily. It was wonderful, and you're gonna play us out with yep. a tune here. Okay, let's do it.
on 